for Paul Early. And this is the pre-W Smith Show on 760 WJR. Here is Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to the pre-W Smith Show. Well, here's a story for you. The headline reads, Lake Michigan, Lake Huron, lose over 3 trillion gallons of water in November. Wait a minute. Can that possibly be? 3 trillion gallons of water. Well, yes, indeed. That is exactly what happened in November. But don't panic. We're about to hear what's going on and whether or not this is uh, a rare anomaly or just uh, business as usual for the Great Lakes as we go through one season to the other and so on. We've got chief meteorologist at MLive.com and farmerweather.com. We've got Mark Torregrossa, and he's here to tell us all about this story. He actually published the story in MLive.com. And Mark, we need to know what's going on here. Are our Great Lakes Okay, please tell us what this is all about. Okay, well, you know, the Great Lakes are big, and Lake Michigan and Lake Huron are basically the biggest one lake, although we call them two different lakes. Remember, the water flows freely underneath the Mackinac Bridge. So actually, one inch of water on Lake Michigan and Lake Huron is 800 billion, with a B, gallons. So when you lose four inches, you lose about three trillion gallons of water in a month. That's absolutely staggering. And at first, when you see this, it's concerning. Now, I'm sure it's not. There is an ebb and flow to rising water levels, declining water levels, and there's kind of a norm. And we kind of find ourselves sitting, even with the loss of four inches or so, or three trillion gallons of water, we're still at about a normal level for the lakes, right? Yeah. You know, there is an exact normal amount for any month of the year, you know, looking back at the water levels over more than 100 years. But we're close to that range. I think we're within three to six inches. I can't remember exactly right now, but we're within three to six inches of normal, which I wrote the story because I wanted people to realize how much water and how important the Great Lakes system is. Oh, it's unbelievable. Three trillion gallons of water lost in the month of November. Now, again, you've already made it clear to us this isn't something to panic about. We're still okay. Our beloved Great Lakes are going to be okay. This is part of a normal pattern up and down a little bit. And in fact, four inches is not that significant. I think there was a seven feet change or so between 2012 and 2020. Do I have that right? You do have that right. And now put that into perspective. So in November, we had what we call a seasonal, a normal seasonal fall in the water levels. It was double normal. Normally, we'd lose about two inches in November because the moisture content in the air, you know, we get colder and the precipitation has less moisture and the lakes are evaporating. So it's very typical for November to lose two inches, but we were very dry in November and we have kind of a drought developing around the Great Lakes. So we actually lost double, instead of losing 1.6 trillion gallons as normal, we lost 3.2 trillion gallons. But then put it back to the perspective of what you were talking about, the swing we've had over the last decade. 2012, we were about three feet lower than the normal. We were probably about 40 inches lower than we are now. So now do the math, and I can't do it off the top of my head, but I know it's big. It's in the, the word is quadrillions. 
first, it is stunning to see numbers like this. And, then you can, and again, your knee-jerk reaction is either it's a mistake or it's time to panic, but it's not. This is all no. normal. And you've explained why this happened. It's not like someone stole our water. It's not like some natural catastrophe occurred that caused a unique or, or concerning uh, acute loss of the water. It's part of the normal pattern, generally. It is part of the normal cycle, and I, after I write one of these types of stories for MLive, invariably I get almost, I would say, hundreds of emails of people pointing out that, well, so-and-so is making bottled water out of the lake, oh, and right, that's right, where it goes. Right. So I've done, I've done studies on that, and there was one point where I looked at the bottled water being pulled out of the Great Lakes in a year, and it was something like 50 million gallons, which was one 140,000th of an inch of water, which a large-scale storm system overnight in Michigan, raining everywhere and raining on Lake Michigan, Lake Huron, could put an inch of water yeah, back, on the lake. Back into the lakes. Right. <laughs> back into it in right. 6 or 12 hours. Right. So, no, this is simply the fact that the water going into the lake from the weather, you know, over the whole drainage basin was lacking. We are in a drought pattern. And at the same time, it's the time of the year when the lake water is relatively warm to the air. And so a lot of evaporation occurs. So we have two sources that are taking the water away right now. And in in March, if it starts raining like crazy, it could go back up. What is amazing to me is I remember a stat that said if you drained one of these lakes, it would cover all of North America with a foot of water. And then where I would like to do some math is how much fresh water do all of the human beings on Earth drink, say, in a year? And you know what? It's all in the Great Lakes. So we live in a wonderful place where we got to be very thankful that the most valuable resource to a human being, water, is abundant in our area and in other parts of the world, you would literally kill for a glass of water. You know what? That puts it in perfect perspective that, you know, there are many ways to underscore the importance of that amazing body of fresh water and the fact that it surrounds, in effect, the state of Michigan on multiple fronts, you know, with being the two peninsulas. To have this much fresh water is such a national and global treasure. And I can tell you, you can talk about all you want about technology and this revolution and that revolution and its importance to the economy of the state of Michigan in the future. There is simply nothing more important to the economy going forward as you look over long term to the state of Michigan, whether it's in tourism or whether it's access to fresh water for just fundamental, as you put it, human survival and and the ability to grow crops and everything else, this is going to become a more and more valuable, more and more valuable commodity into the future. You brought up a great point that water is the foundation of almost everything in Michigan. Michigan is second or third in the country in the types of crops. The number of crops that we grow, California is number one, but what they do with water is just insane. They have to pump water out of these limited reservoirs and put 10 or 20 gallons of water on one cucumber plant to raise one cucumber. Think about that. That's amazing. 10 gallons of water to make one cucumber. What a waste. Here in Michigan, 
Mother Nature does it for us, generally, and because we're surrounded by these lakes, we have such microclimates that we grow asparagus and we grow great blueberries and strawberries and peaches and apples and corn and soybeans and sugar beets and all this stuff. So you're right, a lot of it relates back to water in Michigan. The manufacturing, they usually always need some sort of cooling process, and that's done generally by water. Amazing. We're thankful and we appreciate you enlightening us on all of this and how and why it's happening and putting our minds at ease that it's all okay. I'm not going to let you go without one more. I'm going to throw a ringer at you now. What are our odds of having a white Christmas? Well, I would say, how about I sound like a meteorologist and I would say about 80% chance. Really? Here in Southeast Michigan? I think so, yeah. We've got an Arctic front that I'm watching for travelers. It could be something kind of nasty on uh, next week, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, and it could be a rain that quickly changes to a freezing rain to snow with about a 20-degree temperature drop. So you're going to want to stay updated with me on MLive on that. And then the cold air pours in, which makes lake effect, which would tend to make it over toward southeast Michigan. We may not have a lot of snow, but I think we will have a white Christmas. Listen, Mark, we asked the right guy. Mark Torregrossa, listen, chief meteorologist at MLive.com and at FarmerWeather.com. Mark, we so appreciate you being on. Thank you. No problem. Happy holidays, everyone. Stay safe. Happy holidays, and we're holding you to that white Christmas. All right, okay. we're going to run to a break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. <laughs> 